What, yeah. What's the order? What's the what's the McDonald's what's, breakfast what's, order? Oh, so so well, for the lady, she wanted a uh, she wanted just the traditional sausage McMuffin meal. Okay, and then, yeah. Um, I I went uh I went savory but do? sweet and got the got the uh, McGriddles. Dude, McGriddles, bacon McGriddles. Oh my gosh, those are so good. Yeah. I, I the thing is, I never order them, but like I, I rarely do. They're, they're kind of wild. It's so good. Yeah, so the sweet and savory like that, you know. And I, I yeah. know, this morning I was like. No, I want a little, want a little dessert with breakfast. You, you want know? that little, yeah. You yeah. want that that little uh, sweet. That, you want a little sweet. You want a little slap and tickle. You, you know? want that little. You want the little. <laughs> you want. You got that little angel and devil sitting on your shoulder. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Truth of My Youth podcast. This is episode eight. I chatted with my little brother, Jeff, um, last week. Um, I want to thank you for tuning in. I did take some time off from the podcast for pretty much the month of June. Um, Just kind of stepped away from it for a little while, but now we're back. Um, In this episode, uh, my brother and I pretty much talked about all kinds of things, uh, COVID stuff, McDonald's breakfast, video games, um, skateboarding, rollerblading, injuries, things of that nature. So I thank you for tuning in. I'm going to just keep trucking along with these episodes. So stay tuned. Uh, Here is my conversation with Jeffrey Nicholson. Jeff. What's up, dude? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can hear. Yeah, you sound good. Cool. Sweet, man. Good place. Yeah, I can hear you pretty good. Um, we're live already, so it's like as soon as you click on, it just starts recording like right away. Oh, that's cool. That's super yeah. cool. Yeah, it's neat. I like that. So it just, it just goes. Nice, um, nice. So it's been a while. I, I, haven't, I haven't done a podcast uh, since Logan's, which was like at the end of May. I just been busy with other stuff and... Um, you know, Vanessa was sick there for a while and at the beginning of June and just everything got kind of crazy and stuff. So, but I kind of wanted to start it up again and you were kind of next on my list. So perfect timing. Thanks perfect for, timing. yeah. Thanks for taking, taking the time. Yeah. No, this, this whole 2020 has been a wild ride. So Dude. it's, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure everyone and all your listeners under, definitely understand a little break or th- this year has kind of thrown enough curveballs at us you know so yeah i think i i think for um for all the listeners out there that are <laughs> avid sports watchers you know not not having that alone like you know having to be used to not watching anything live on tv like live sports you know it's been strange enough totally yeah i know just seeing uh the last like day or two like baseball is like trying to you know, kind of prepare, I guess, their season's supposed to come back, so, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever is kind of left of the season's supposed to come back, mm-hmm. uh, I think in a week or a week and a half. Um, so I, I've been seeing them, like, doing, like, warm-ups and stuff, like, mm-hmm. in, in their stadiums and, um, you know, doing batting practice and stuff, and I'm starting to get a little excited. Even if it's not the same, I feel like it's something, yes. some some sort of live sport uh 
I think is better than no sports. So I think at this point, yeah, we'll take any win we can get. You know, I know there's there's the there's soccer going on across the world. Yeah, certain um, certain countries will allow you know more than others. Um, I guess that maybe are less at risk or they have different policies, but than the U.S. does right now. But um, yeah, um, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy to see like for you know even just talking about baseball. Um, I saw today. I was reading the story. You know, Buster Posey opts out of this season because he has yeah. two uh, two newborn twin daughters that are higher health risks. So he's he's out, and you know you can sit, probably say that for a number of players that are opting out this season. Um, yeah, almost almost pretty much every ball club. Like there's some there's somebody that's out. Yeah, um, who doesn't want to risk bringing it back home to their family or being around a lot of a lot of dudes playing the game. Yeah, I think basketball too because I think basketball should should be coming back at the end of the month. And I've been seeing kind of the same thing. A few guys um, will be opting out uh, of the season. I don't completely understand the basketball thing. I, I'm not super paying attention just because I don't know. Same. We'll see what happens when it starts. I'll probably be focusing more. But it's like a shortened schedule. There's a short. There's a shorter regular season, and then and then it kicks in right into the playoffs and some variation of that. So it's... it'll it'll be interesting. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna be really tricky to try to tiptoe around everything and see if all the players move back. And then you know, obviously, everything right now has an asterisk on it because it's not a full season. Or you know, I think games are all the games are changing. People aren't all the regular players aren't in. So um, you know, it's like there's a lot of what ifs. Even yeah. if this team does get it, you know, or win, or you know, it's like, well, what if this and this guy was in still, or what if you know everything was normal, or you know, so there's a lot of people. I, th- I feel like even even for my you know our team's winning because I was going to say my team, but we have the same team besides football. Um, but you know, even if they do, there's gonna, you know be a lot of people are going to be like, well, hey, you know, this, this season wasn't your average season, so yeah, that's true. Um, but I, I'm still just I just want sports back. Something, yeah, something want, to watch. Something, but I, I, I fully understand where everyone's coming from, though, because it's, um, this, this whole Rona is wild. It's been, a, yeah, it's been a wild. Uh, and I've, I think I've maybe said this in like maybe all of the episodes or most of them that like it's, it's been a, a way for me to kind of track what's been going on too. Mm-hmm. So like in the very beginning, in like March, it was, it's. That for one, it feels so long ago. Like March feels so long ago. It does. Um, and to, you know, when we were when things were first, um, well, not even closed is when I first spoke to Joey, um, and he was traveling, and it, it was just, uh, you know, things were a little bit up in the air, but not, you know, not qu- anywhere where they are now. Uh-huh. So it's just uh, it's interesting to you know see where we are now and how things kind of progressed a little bit forward and then they're going kind of progressing a little bit backwards, um, you know, as, as cases start to rise and all that stuff around mm-hmm. the country. So I don't know, you just get used to it in, in some respects, um, you know, and you hope that things will start to, to smooth out at some point, but um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Yeah. It's a lot of, a lot, a lot of who knows and a lot of unknowns right now. And, yeah. I don't really know. No one think anyone knows what the next step is. You know, not yep. even the, not even the CDC. True. Yeah. 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 I know they don't. Uh, you know, I guess you know try to do their best, but yeah, it's still <clears throat> they're learning a lot about it. You know, each day. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, yeah, man, this is um, episode eight. Um, like I said, there was, there's been a long pause, so, um, you know, just kind of took some time off from it. Um, but, yeah, this is episode eight of the Truth of My Youth podcast. I have my brother, my only brother, only sibling here joining me from Clovis, California. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess to kind of start um, – Maybe I, I think I was kind of thinking of some ideas like kind of where to go or where, what things to talk about. Um, and I can surely just kind of let you talk about whatever you want to talk about. But um, I'm wondering if we can kind of start kind of m- maybe early on in our life. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure most people that listen or, you know, at least my close friends, you know, are more familiar with you and with me and you, you know, for, for years. But um, maybe we can chat about some some early days and um kind of what you remember and maybe what stands out um to you maybe growing up on berkeley court i was that was the neighborhood man that was for sure the neighborhood always always activity a lot of boys um a lot going on all the time i don't really remember much shoe wearing during the summers and (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> and hearing our mom's infamous whistle from like blocks away when it was time to get home. Yeah, um, that's true. Um, she, she has, she's, I think she still has that monster whistle that she can, she hasn't, she doesn't bust it out anymore. She doesn't need to bust it out. No, but, um, she, yeah, she had a very distinct whistle. Yeah. That, that, that whistle was, that was, that was, that was when we didn't really know what time it was ever. I don't, I don't really feel like I was really tuned in with it what time it ever, you know, ever was, we knew what time of the day, like by the sun, but we're, we're, you know, it was the pre cell phone era. So it's not like we were like looking at the clock at all times or checking your phones or anything like that. So it was like, you know, we would just know the whistle and that's when, that's when we knew dinner time was or lunch or whatever. Right. We had food, when we had food ready or if we're hungry enough, we would just be like, all right, we're going to go home and eat. Or, um, or Cheryl, Cheryl Weens would always hook us up with sandwiches and food, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, like- what what was it like um i guess maybe from your from so for my for my eyes there was a lot of do, uh boys kids that were maybe closer to my age we're only 3 years apart so it's not mm-hmm. like we have this big gap but um when you're you know 9 or 10 or 11 like 3 years is a pretty good you know length of time um what in from your eyes like how do you feel or how did you feel like hanging out with more of my friends or like, you know, there was definitely some kids, I think your age, as you got a little bit older, but I think a lot of the times you were hanging out with, you know, kids my age and Logan and David and and that type of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that, that, it felt like, it felt like, you know, you guys were so much, so much older than me at the time and not, and you guys were all like, big and tall and stuff and I was just like I was I've always been short and so I've always been small and so you guys were like tree trunks compared to me I was a little branch and um <laughs> and 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 I guess being that much younger feeling younger and you know little I, I was you guys were like in this day and age I guess in reference I guess you guys were like um you guys were like um I was going to say influencers and I was just a follower, you know? So, <laughs> oh, I, I get it now. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, but it was, it was cool though. Like I, I didn't care, you know, I, um, it was, 
it was uh, tough sometimes. I remember I would have to, you know, follow you guys around. I have to keep up with you guys and yeah, and to play to play, uh, you know, sports or anything with you guys. I'd have to, I'd have to do this or that to be able to like hang out or kick it, you know. And I, I couldn't. I remember like, you know, this or that. I'd you guys would be rougher, and I'd I'd start whining, or whatever. And if, if you guys would say if I wanted, I'd have to go, you know, I'd have to leave or go home. So I'd I'd shut up pretty quick, you know, and then I'd be like, I don't want to go anywhere. And right. I I just want to be wherever everyone was at, you know, all the activity yeah. was at, all the function. But um, it was I don't know, man. Like I I think about I think about that neighborhood and the block all the time, and and childhood over there, and it was it was awesome. I wouldn't change anything. Like it was it was a lot of fun, man. I was it was always it was always lively. There's always someone something going on, and I feel like all everyone wanted to come to that that court, you know, to come to Berkeley yeah. Court, you know. Like I, I don't know, it just like. There's so much. Uh, there's yeah, always so had, much going on. Had yeah. had a good kind of good energy. It felt like right. Yeah, it was 100%. like something going on. Um, that's what that's what kind of Logan's assessment too. It was like it was like one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know there just was there just happened to be you know at that place and time like a bunch of kids around the same age mm-hmm. that all hung out and did stuff and um, you know were active and friendly and all that good stuff so um yeah i mean i i remember a lot, just a lot of um capture the flag like talking mm-hmm. about like being in the summer summertime oh, stuff is like capture the flag was so fun yes it was set up so perfectly in that in that court yes in that surrounding neighborhood uh-huh. um that was just and then sw- swimming a lot too when, when uh speaking of capture flag was yeah. there was there street lights down berkeley because i felt like when we replaced capture flag it was super dark but that could just be a, like a memory of mine there was at the um where david shite lived like right in front of his house uh-huh. maybe to the left a little bit there was a street light right there and that's about where we would put the flag on that side and then uh we actually had a street light uh at oh. the end of our grass Yes, on okay, the, on okay. the main street, yeah. Uh, okay, but in the court though, there was no. In the court, there was none. Yeah, no. okay, okay. That's where the no. like the darkness, and because I just remember yeah. being like, you know, if, a lot of the times we'd we'd play, or you guys would play most. I mean, I'd still play, but I was more just like running around aimlessly, like <laughs> just kind of. I was out there bullshitting. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I remember it being so dark in the middle of the court, like you know, if someone's hiding or you know, someone's yeah. trying to get through somewhere, you could totally. actually like sneak around, like you, you could, know, and um. And that was like super fun, because you know, yeah, like nobody just... had nobody really had like secure the security lights. Like, not that I remember, at least you know, like no. the sen- sensor lights, anything like that, that would like tip you off. Nobody had that stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I just uh-huh. I remember that. Like, so you could be full stealth mode, like the whole through the whole yeah. game until you got closer to the street lights. You know, where you're gonna yep. be exposed a little bit more. Um, but I just remember being so dark, like right in the middle of the court, um, and. Yeah, it was it was fun, and there'd be I don't know how many how many people would there be playing. Uh, it might be like like four on four, maybe five on five, depending on the night. Um, okay, that's at least kind of what I remember. Um, so yeah, it would it would be uh, it would be good, just good competition. Yeah, and, yeah, and you, yeah, you could go self mode, and you can also go on the other court too. Like I remember, like yeah. sneaking around trying to sneak around the side, like you hop in the other court and mm-hmm. like try to loop around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's just like all these different strategies, which was crazy. Cause you're yeah. just kid, you were just kids. But like, I would, what I think what I said to Logan, it was like, it was like, uh, B 
before Fortnite, there was Capture the Flag. <laughs> or like, <laughs> it was like the original uh, yeah. uh, strategy type of thing. But uh, <clears throat> I guess there was other games. I guess there was other things that, you know, not Fortnite. I guess Fortnite just popular-ish. I don't know uh-huh. if it's still that popular as much as it was, but that's just the example. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's a good example. I remember there being like... Um, is it Perfect Dark, that game for 64? Mm-hmm. I feel like they had like a Capture the Flag thing. Yeah, and the other games do. Yeah, other, other games, other games do, have yeah. Capture the Flag, and I think yeah. Yeah, Call of Duty still has Capture the okay. Flag and all this stuff. So, um, yeah, if kids these days are playing Capture the Flag, they, they think it's like related to some some war war game or shooting game, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but that, I don't know about the they don't know about the, the real stuff, the the no. OG Capture the Flag, where it all where it all OG, started from. OG, totally. <laughs> Yeah, it's Dude, crazy. Man. I think if you take the same uh, neighborhood, the same group of boys, and everything, and through everything in today's world, I I still think we'd be outside a lot. I mean, I think I, th- yeah. I think everything would be more obviously integrated to being inside, especially on the hotter days. I feel like kids these days are still more prone to being like, "Nah, screw that. I'm trying to go inside and like play video games. Yeah. It's cool in there." And then everyone has whatever game, and you can be so connected uh, virtually. You know, and yeah. still be hanging out on the same mic together and uh, playing whatever squad you're on. If you're, you know, uh, on well, a game with four players yeah. and stuff. So, it, um, I, th- I still think you know everyone might be in their own house and be like, "All right, cool, you're gonna get on," and you're like, "Yeah, we're gonna get on this game or that game." And so, the second you wake up in the morning, I'm sure like kids these days are just getting everyone's just getting on whatever mic. Because I've I've been there too, you know, um, where you're just you're going and you know you're like, "All right, cool, I'm off today. Or I'm not doing anything. Like I'm I'm gonna you know." start playing video games the second you wake up, make breakfast, yeah. drink some coffee or whatever, and, and get on to, to gaming if you got the time. And, yeah. uh, but, um, so, I mean, just the ease, just the ease of doing that. I feel like it just makes, makes everyone just want, especially now with, with COVID actually, actually that would change a lot, you know, where everyone would probably even more so. I know the video game industry is just insane right now. Cause yeah. that's what everyone's doing. And I know you, you, uh, buy and sell games on the, on the, on the side too. So, I know that industry is yeah definitely some pricing yeah. of games have gone up because everyone's yeah. just wanting to or they can't all go the anywhere. Re- yeah, all that retro stuff that um you know I mentioned sixty four, but mm-hmm. like regular N- Nintendo S- Super Nintendo sixty four, like any of that old stuff. Like yeah, the values of I'm not sure. I haven't looked at it like in the last month, but like kind of peak COVID, like m- April basically, things were things were crazy on eBay. Like just people are sitting at home trying to like live in that nostalgia and just paying crazy prices for uh like mario kart 64 super mario 64 like that type of stuff anything pokemon was just going wild so and yeah and all the all the when those those games were out we're all you know everyone that's buying this game probably from you we're all around the same age range you know and now we're older yeah yeah older millennials now and everyone's got you know jobs and money so Everyone's, everyone has money to buy those games that their parents don't let them buy or whatever, you know? Yeah. So they're like, oh, cool, I want a copy of that. I don't care how much it is. I'm at home and not spending my money out on food and other, yeah. uh, you know, bullshit anyway. So I'm, I might as well get this game that I always wanted or whatever else so they can relive those things and now that they have some money and some time, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, cra- it's crazy. Like, I, I would think, like, um, when, I, when I kind of started to collect, collect video games and and all that stuff. It was like when you were a kid, you might have like a Game Boy or maybe a PlayStation 
You mm-hmm. might have like two systems at the most. Like you didn't have a bunch of systems; they're just too expensive. Yeah. Uh, but and then as far as games, like you might have a handful of games, or you you would probably rent a lot of games just because mm. it was easier to rent games and it was cheaper. Like your parents were weren't buying a bunch of video games new from KB Toys or Toys R Us or whatever. KB Toys. Wow. KB Toys. Remember that? Wow. <laughs> Throwback. I haven't thought shout about out, that. Shout out KB Toys. Shout yeah. out KB Toys. Uh, but but like now it's like um, I might have like uh, like four or five hundred games between all the systems. Wow. Just like I've acquired like not expensive. You know, I've got them all like for pretty cheap. But you know, looking back, you might have like ten to twelve games. Like if you're you know total. Yeah. Or and then you rent you might rent some, but then like nowadays it's like oh yeah you can have all this stuff, not spend too much money on it, and just acquire all this. Yeah. All the stuff, but like, looking back, you'd be like, man, if you, if you had somebody that had like a rack of games, you'd be like, this person's, this is so crazy. Like they had all these games. Yeah, You're so you, lucky. Your parents are soft. They're buying you everything. <laughs> everything, yeah, yeah. You'd see those kids, you know. Oh, for sure. You'd go to the kids' house. They have like all this stuff, and you'd be like, this is, this is awesome. Oh, exactly. Yeah. But I remember, I remember going to, um, in those soccer kind of soccer days. I remember going to Jason Freire's house. Oh, yeah. And um, he, this was like pretty early on in the Nintendo 64 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we were playing like he had like Madden. I don't know if it was Madden 64 or Madden 2000, one of those Madden games. Um, and I just remember thinking, like I have a vivid memory of thinking, oh, my gosh, the graphics are so good on this. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks so realistic. I was For, like blown away. At the time, yeah. At the that time, was, I was, was so out. blown away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, things come a long way from there, but a long uh, way. It's That's funny, crazy. I, yeah, it's funny, but um, yeah, dude. So that was yeah, freaking video games, man. Um, <laughs> it's a whole another conversation. All right, I could, I could I, keep just, talking about video games. We, yeah. I know we just we just made it into a whole conversation. We kind of <laughs> did. Um, and then I think later. I think a little bit later on there, we started um, we started kind of skateboarding, maybe roller, mm-hmm. like rollerblading. I, I don't know if you got you did blading much. I can't I, remember. I did. I did. You did? Um, okay. And remember, uh, remember, Kurt had the big. Oh yeah, the big. He had a great rap. Yeah, and you know you'd have that over and set the trash, the garbage cans out, and you'd be on the blades and Try hop, to hop over. over. It. Yeah, yeah. hop over it and stuff down his court. Couple couple yeah. courts up. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the name of that court was, but that on that court, uh, uh, who lived, I can't um, remember. On who the end of that over, court, Clark, Clark, Clark Benz, yeah, Clark yeah. and Dwight lived over there. Mike mm-hmm. Plum lived on that mm-hmm. court, yeah, and then um, maybe that's it. And Kurt, mm-hmm. I think that's it actually, as far as who we knew. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't remember which court court that is. Uh, I'm sure Joey would know. Joey remembers everything. Yeah, he'll probably, he'll he'll probably message know. me. Um, but yeah, I, well, I remember who who, who kind of was early on in there. Um, Kurt was definitely into blading. But do you remember James um, James Eagleston? 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 He lived like across the street from Joey. He was he was a little older. I do I do remember. Was I really remember my last blading. name, but I don't. I, yeah, I do remember that dude. I do remember yeah, that dude. I he can, was always I can, good. If, if, if he pulled the, he put a lineup in front of me, I would probably wouldn't be able to recognize him. Yeah, you know, especially nowadays. <laughs> He's probably yeah. you know, dude's probably dude's probably you know. Obviously, a lot older, and like I was a lot younger than you guys when 
sure that dude was around, but I do remember him, that dude blading a lot. And we did get, yeah, we got super into rollerblading, and I got really into skateboarding. So you would be going over to college with, uh, to MJC with everybody. Shout out to yeah. junior college. Yeah. Um, yeah. And going and skating over there and then getting kicked out by security. Um, yep. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and that was before most of the Merced Junior College was all the, all the way developed too. You know, and we'd we'd go I and mean, we'd go all the way. You know, go over there. I remember, separate from skateboarding, I remember going over there um, when there was like hardly anything built um, on the, like the, the new additions to the college. Um, yeah, and just going like all off on the on the sides over there at certain times with the boys. I guess that was the side yeah. tangent, but um, but yeah, man, that was that was. That was that was it right there. Skating became huge. Yeah, skating transitioned. I I talked to Steve uh, Steve Sanders about this, and I, I for, in my mind I remember the skating didn't last too long in comparison to you know skateboarding, like the blading. I, I should say mm. I feel like it was like a couple of years at the most, and then mm-hmm. it was like a hard transition to skateboard mm-hmm. to skateboarding. You know, yeah. But that was um, that was kind of the life there for a while in, in line bla- yeah inline blading that movie brink came out brink and, oh yeah yeah brink brink was out team pup and suds shout out team pup and suds <laughs> soul skaters damn <some> throwback <laughs> <laughs> um man, i know brink. dude um yeah man i remember that movie and yeah that movie was out and everyone wanted to skate and i felt like things were really you know that could have yeah that really, could that probably spawned a lot of it I was gonna say like it was uh, really like influential. There's another s- skating movie where I don't remember what it was, but that one was more like, you know, they're skating on like ramps and like doing like you know more I guess inline skating, you know, and um, doing all this this extra stuff. So I was like, whoa! And it's in the '90s, so anything comes out like everyone's everyone's on it, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, this day and age, it's like everyone's all over the place because there's so much things in your face all the time that you're like, uh, I can I want to do this. That's not that cool because my friends don't think it's cool, but everyone has access to everything, you know, and then you're like, whatever's out, everyone was watching, Finn was talking about it, you know, and, um, everyone's seen it and a yeah. lot of people, it's easier for a lot of people to get into it. But yeah, um, but I, yeah, I remember, I remember, I do remember blading got, got big. I remember putting on my rollerblades once in our garage and there's a, like a bee or a dead bee in there. I put my blades on, <laughs> I got stung my, on the bottom of my foot and I was so pissed I couldn't go Ooh. skate. Yeah, I remember getting stung on the foot before too, or stepping on a stepping stinger. on a yeah, stepping on a stinger. Yeah, I've done that a few times for sure. Yeah, like I mentioned, yeah, the first part we didn't have yeah, never had shoes on during summertime. Yeah, especially down that neighborhood. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, I mean that we didn't get anything like crazy though, like uh, injuries. Just I think we built up like our feet got built up pretty quick from uh, just walking on pavement. And hot, yeah. hot, hot pavement too, dude. The summers, that Merced summer. Yeah, I'm very, very unforgiving. In the, the whole valley, unforgiving. Yeah. The, the yeah. heat. You think in every every off season, like you, you think you're ready for the heat when it's you know encroaching 100 degrees or whatever it's, else. Yeah. And then like it, and then it hits, and you're like, dude, I'm Oof. not. I'm not prepared for this. Yeah, like, you I'm could. Not, you could like tell in the morning. I mean, oh, I, that's yeah. what I noticed now. Like, it's like some hot spell going on right now. I'm sure for oh, you, or probably worse, a couple of degrees. But like, you could tell like in the morning when it's already like a little warm. You're like, uh oh, oh, it's bad. It's about to get hot. Yeah, I was. I got up. I was up. You know, pretty early this morning, and and went to go get um some some McDonald's. Shout out McDonald's. 
Dude, Vanessa went there this morning. No too. way. Yeah, Alyssa, yeah. Was, Alyssa was craving it, so I had to I had to do what the boss said and went and got some <laughs> got some McDonald's. And um, what, what's and, the order? What's the what's the McDonald's what's, breakfast what's, order? Oh, so so well for the lady, she wanted a she wanted just the traditional sausage McMuffin meal. Okay, and then, yeah. Um, I I went uh I went savory but go. sweet and got the got the uh, McGriddles. Dude, McGriddles, bacon McGriddles. Oh my gosh. Those are so good. Yeah. I, I the thing is, I never order them, but like I, I rarely do. They're kind of wild. It's so good. Yeah, it's the sweet and savory like that, you know. And I, I yeah. know, this morning I was like, you know, I want a little, I want a little dessert with breakfast. You, you want know? that little, yeah. You yeah. want that that little uh, sweet. That, you want a little sweet. You want a little slap and tickle. You, you know? want that little. You want a little. <laughs> you want. You had that little angel and devil sitting on your shoulder. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh so, man! Yeah, hit that, hit that, uh, hit that up this morning, and Ooh. so that was a that was a good start. But I, sounds good. The, yeah, I'm driving there though. I had, yeah, I brought uh brought my dog Stella with me. I brought Stella with me this morning, and um, the window down, and had the AC off, and it was already in my my car was reading. I didn't look at the actual temperature because I didn't give a shit because I already knew it was just hot. Um, right. But, um, my car was reading like. 88 or something like that and it was like 7 Ooh, in the morning or like 7 30 in the morning or something like that it's like dude so freaking hot outside it's crazy yeah. it's nuts dude yeah it's like there's no getting used there's like i mean there may be some more getting used to it your body can can adjust and everything but i just that preparations for it i feel like me, like mentally you're like it's just it's just hot it's just really, hot. really hot. No, yeah. Anything you do, everything is just – and like you said, when you feel it that early in the morning, you already know you're in for it that day. And if you yeah. do stuff outside, um, then it's – you're a goner. Last weekend on, on the 4th, I helped my best friend Cody, um, um, him, and his, him and his wife, and they have like a four-month-old. But they had to move, and the only day that they were able to work it out with their schedule and everything was on the 4th, of course. And it was like so hot and muggy that day in Fresno. And, um, and uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, everyone, uh, we're going to get here. Me, him and another buddy helped. And he was like, yeah, they're, he's going to get here at seven fifteen. I was like, okay. You know, so I arrived at like seven thirty. he got some breakfast for us and we, we ate and then we started moving. I was like, oh, this is going to take like two hours, two and a half hours. They have a one bedroom apartment moving to a house. How much stuff could they have? <laughs> Wrong. There was, we didn't, I didn't, we didn't stop moving until three thirty in the afternoon. Woo! And yeah, and like I, yeah, it was so it was so hot, and but I mean I ate at like seven thirty in the morning, so I didn't eat any food in the meantime. I was so hungry, and I needed to get a propane tank for my barbecue to oh, yeah. buy some buy some meats and stuff. You had a transition, like you had to go from work to like now I got to go outside and barbecue. Yeah, like, like I had to. Yeah, well I, I I thought I was gonna be done hours and hours. And yeah, time, yeah. I thought I was gonna have all this time, and then. I was like reckless in my sleep the night before, so I didn't like even get that much sleep. I was like, oh, "I'll be cool. I'll go have time to go home and pass out if I want for a little bit while I got the time." But didn't didn't have any of that, and yeah, just had to come home, shower, and then start um, going everywhere I needed to go. And I had to go to four different stores to try to find a propane tank. There's someone that really, had something in, yeah, everywhere was sold out. Crazy. So I went to like all over the, all over the place, running around town, and. Um, and so it was. It was a. It was a day for sure. Definitely, felt, definitely put in work on the fourth. Yeah. But um, Damn. but that heat though, I could feel it when I was out there that morning, like right when we were, yeah. I was on the way over there and leaving. I was like, dang, today's gonna be a hot one. Just felt, just felt muggy and just. It's still hot. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and there's no, there's not, there's not much getting used to that. Like 
you know, especially if you have an yeah, outside no. job. I, I feel bad, you know. I know. I feel bad for anyone that has to be outside every single yeah. day. Yeah, you got to feel lucky. We got work indoors. <clears throat> exactly. It's definitely something to be grateful for, no doubt. 100%. Dude, the one item we, we ran across that we could not find anywhere, um, and I think it's like a, probably like a national shortage, is like like kids' swimming pools, like inflatable pools. Dude, I was, that's so crazy you mentioned that because we were looking to buy inflatable swimming pools as well. Yeah. Um, just because our, our new backyard doesn't have a, a pool in it. But um, so we're just gonna get something. Just you know. Oh, they didn't. Something. They didn't. They didn't put one in for you before you moved in. I what don't know why. I don't know why they didn't, <laughs> man. I thought it. I thought it's an overnight process, but and we ordered a pool on the. You know, we ordered it a blow up on Amazon Prime, and then um, it was supposed to supposed to come in, but I guess it wasn't a, a COVID priority because they uh, um, they said it was gonna be in like in a week, and then they we got a, an email for the one we ordered. They're like, it's gonna be another three weeks. Like two days oh. before the fourth, like oh crap! And I was like, oh no! All we'll, around, if we could find on the yeah. fourth, like one that we can get, yeah. Um, and there's nothing, nothing, nothing. absolutely Same nothing. Here. Yeah, Same. It was we checked funny. a few stores a couple days before. Like I, I, I kind of had put it off. I mean, we have a small little one, but I was like trying to get like a decent size, like, um, and I was like, oh, you know, no biggie. I'll just go get one. Like they're always around. Like. I've never had an issue in the past. And yeah. like, yeah, we went to a couple of places in like Walmart's targets, like um, Jimmy John's, nothing. Jimmy, dude, Jimmy John's <laughs> has the best inflatable pools. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, nothing, dude. So I don't know. I think, and then you go to, you go and look on Amazon now or eBay and the, the, the few people who have gotten one are trying to sell like a small pool for like 130 bucks wow 100 100 bucks you go to facebook marketplace they're like 100 bucks mm. like for something that would be like 20 or 30 dollars I, I i maybe maybe it's people like i don't think, think they want to swim in the pool it's so hot i think everyone's just trying to drown themselves maybe i don't really know what it is <laughs> they're buying they're buying they're buying pools, they're buying pools and cement and bags right that now that or <laughs> that or it's just the 2020 it could be 2022 yeah man. we want to see what the, the next six months are like it's, exactly it's I, i'm done i'm done now. now i'm done yeah <laughs> yeah not a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> um uh and then uh i guess moving on to like uh, high school and stuff so we were uh we were in high school for one year together like mm-hmm. oh, i was senior you're a freshman um i don't have like a whole lot of memories of that like we hung out every once in a while like there wasn't anything that stood out to me I, there was definitely a couple um things that um or i guess there's one thing that kind of happened during that time i th- think um but I think it was later. I think it was, I think it might've been more your junior or senior year when you had like a soccer accident when you played soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. With your, with your knee? Yeah, I was 16. That was, was that? my junior okay. year. Junior Se- year, okay. September 7th or 9th, I think. I remember the day because I, yeah, I fractured my, my femur and my kneecap in a soccer game versus Turlock High, varsity soccer, Merced High Damn. versus Turlock. And, yeah, I was a, I was a starting left forward on the team, starting left striker, and it was third game of the season, and we had a really really good team that year, and so it was really competitive to get a, a slot. I've always been a starter in every team I've ever played on, you know, 
or been a captain or something like that for soccer and did all the competitive leagues. Sort of like you. I didn't do one of the same one of the same competitive teams that you were on that Merced had, but I played in Mexico, the all Mexican soccer league. Um, I was always on this team or that team. I love soccer so much, and yeah. that was my best sport I played. You know, and and yeah, like it that that season I, I had to fight for that starting that starting role. And like the game before, um, I I got like 15 minutes of play time at the end of the game. We're losing like two nothing to somebody or one a uh, three nothing. And they put me in last like 15 minutes of the game, and I scored two goals. And and then the next game, they're like, you're like, all right, Nicholson, you're start, you're starting. I was like, hell yeah! So I like, I got that starting role. Like, had to work my ass off. It was my first first season in varsity soccer, and I was like, oh man, like I gotta, I gotta step up. And then it was my moment to shine, you know. And and the right the right striker, the right forward, shot the ball. My my buddy Pepe and hit off the goalie's hands. Like he shot it. Right side, hit off the goalie's hands, and then the ball kind of bounced my direction. I started dipping towards it, running as fast as I could, and I went to kick the ball. I'm left-footed, and he uh, he dove. The goalie dove at me, and like I kicked, and right when I released my leg, I knew I could see where he was at, and I was like, "This is about to be really bad." You know, it's like when you're about to like fall over the handlebars bars on your bike or something like that. Yeah, and you know you're yeah. gonna fall, and you know yep. you're like, "Oh crap, this is gonna hurt." You know, and yep. I I kicked and he f- tackled my leg. My leg got stuck all the way back, and I fl- kind of flipped over him in a way. Luckily, because I felt like my leg would have broken in half. Um, yeah. But I just, yeah, that was like the worst pain, I, I, you know, could ever experience. Like that was crazy. I remember being on, just on the ground, just like cussing. There's nothing. There's I couldn't. It hurt so much. I couldn't even cry. It was bad. Yeah. It was yeah. so bad. And then I didn't even. I didn't think it was that bad. My coach played. Um, semi-pro soccer and everything else and I you know I thought I hyperextended my knee so I stayed the rest of the game they're asking if I call ambulance I was like no like I'll be I'll be good you know I was just on the sideline I couldn't walk and they had to carry me over there and everything and their trainer at the at Turlock High put a you know ice on ice on it and everything like that I was like hopefully you know I was like well I just hyperextended it you know it's muscular so I'll just wait the rest of the game watch the rest of the game see what happens and go home and you know hopefully I'll be good and can just you know do, do physical therapy and get back on track, I guess, as yeah. soon as possible, and, and, you know, hoping for the best. I, didn't, I don't think I wanted to believe it. That's why I didn't really want to, you know, go the ambulance route or go to the hospital. I was like, no, I, I don't want to – I don't even want that to happen. You know, I, I just – you know, I didn't want that, tr- that truth to, be, to happen to where I, I still wanted to play, you know. And I just right. got that starting role. I just worked so hard at it. So I didn't want to believe it. And I'm sure it's relatable for anyone that plays sports or has gotten injured before while playing. Like, you don't want to believe that you're hurt or it's going to be as bad as it is, you know, because um, you don't want to stop playing the game. And, um, yeah, and so, like, I waited the rest of the game, rode the bus. They carried me onto the bus ride home after the game. I rode all the way from Turlock to Merced, and then I had you and, and Mom pick me up, and the teammates yeah. carried me down the bus. And we get home, and I remember you trying to carry me out of the car, and I, there was no good way to do it, you know. Everything hurt so bad. And then I was in there, and I remember I had to take a shit, and – I tried to go to the, I remember, I think you helped me go to the bathroom or something like that. And I, there's no way I could sit down on the toilet or anything with my leg. And I was like, damn. And I was like, I need to go to the hospital. So we go there and do everything. And it takes a while to get in the waiting room and everything because I didn't think it was as serious. And they do the x-rays and everything. And I remember the nurses come in and they're just, 
kind of in awe, like, how did you wait this long without coming into the hospital or getting anything? And then I saw the x-ray on the thing they showed me and I started freaking out. And then they like dosed me up with morphine or something like that. And I, yeah. I woke up in the hospital bed and, you know, luckily I, I didn't need surgery. That was, that was, that was really good. It was a straight fracture um, and everything, you know, healed, but I couldn't even play baseball that season. It was a five month process of being able to like walk again fully yeah and, yeah um and it's on crushes for a long time it, it was crazy at school because you have to bring this and that you know your books over here and i was in some like the ap courses i guess or i had one ap class that that year um um but like i yeah it was hard for me to get my books around and get the locker and carry everything around all the way especially at first like um i had a few weeks off school and then but yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird, just a weird transition, you know, or anyone that's been injured, you know, for yeah, um, yeah, it's just a weird transition to go from being the so active, especially your whole life, you know, like starting with obviously not being on Berkeley Court and being with that group of boys who were all athletes, like everyone played sports, like Logan, Adam Bennett, everyone, everyone um, down that block. You guys were you guys weren't just like athletes. You guys when you got to high school and even after, like you guys were you know excelled in everything. Not, you know, no, we're like the best. Don't, don't don't include me in that one. Well, not not you, obviously. <laughs> you lazy sack of shit. I'm <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, but it, so there was a huge, you know, yeah, a huge there drive was, to be to, yeah. to play sports. So they play, yeah, su- oh, be yeah. successful in sports. Like that's all I knew. Like watching you guys play and and do everything down the block, I knew like all I wanted to do was play sports and be outside and doing anything active and. um yeah, like I didn't. I guess it didn't really dawn on me on me until later in life. You know, like you know, seeing seeing all you guys play sports or doing everything with you guys that were so much bigger than me. And I'd be at your, I'd be at all your um, soccer practices too. You know, when I was younger, so all I saw was you guys playing sports and everything. So that's all I knew I wanted to do. And and I feel like playing with you guys that were so much bigger than me when I got to kids my own age and and size i was still relatively smaller but yeah i feel like i feel like everything just came more naturally because i was like wow like i i have i had to be so much faster and so much you know smarter to play with to play with you uh you dudes you know that it i feel like it made the game a little bit softer for me to play with kids my own age true yeah i I can see that you guys were like you know i would go for the ball and you guys were just grabbed me by the shirt. And it wasn't like there was like refs there. So, you know, I would just whine about it, but I couldn't do anything about it. So you guys would be like, I'd be like, Hey, and you guys would just pull me back, you know, cause there was, just, I was tiny, you know? And so yeah. like, I was used to just being already being dragged on and, you know, kicked down, pulled back or whatever it was, you know? So when I got to um, everything with kids, my own age, I was like, this is, this isn't even that hard. This is easy, you know? Right. Um, yeah. And so like, I was, I always felt like I was ahead of the curve, you know, I think yeah. like, it caught back up to me when I was in high school and, you know, everyone got huge and uh, had all these growth spurts, and I didn't really hit too many of those. You know, true. But um, yeah. but I still kept up with them in speed. I was always a speedy one. But um, yeah, that that injury for sure took me took me out, man. I was crazy. Yeah, I still yeah, got to was... play the next. I got to play the next season and everything too. That um, was just happy was... that wasn't like your senior year or something like that. You know, you still had like another year to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I I still got to make up for it the next season and play and everything. Um, but yeah, that one was a, that was a bummer. That was, that one hurt a lot. That one hurt a lot. Yeah. For sure. I remember. Yeah. I remember how much pain you were in because like when they gave you like at the hospital, when they did give you finally gave you morphine 
and you were static you were kind of like going in and out of consciousness um like we had to move you i think we had to move you from like a gurney to your actual bed from in your room like mm-hmm. that you were still like in like visible visible pain um just trying to move you even though you were on you were all, you were kind of drugged up so i was like oh man this, he's not he's not doing so good but uh yeah i'm glad they didn't have to do anything surgery wise it was just healed on its own yeah yeah that was uh i was definitely intense like it was yeah. definitely intense like i that one i wouldn't hurt i tried to play tough for a while and then my my nervous system caught up to me and everything even being on whatever morphine they put me on i, I still I still remember being like feeling like everything. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's yeah. like your femur is the biggest bone in your body. That was the first bone I ever technically broke, and I broke the bit or like fractured the biggest one, and everything's connected to that part in your leg, and it just oh man, and the kneecap too. Yeah, it just felt like some you know I guess the only relatable feeling is like someone just had a ba- has a baseball bat and just swings as hard as they can right at your knee, and that's yeah. what it that's what it felt like. And yeah. It's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't wish that pain on anybody. No, brutal. Uh, yeah, so Dude, brutal. I another thing, uh, another thought I had, and I can't remember who this happened to, but like, while we're talking about like pain, um, <laughs> um, didn't you have a like a friend that like hit his face at the skate park oh, or like? Man. Yeah. <laughs> who was who was that? What was that? That was my buddy totally Brian. Remember. Brian uh, Doty, D-O-T-Y, um, I went to high school with, and he's the same age as me. And me, him, and another buddy, we got more into BMX. I, I got more into BMX at, uh, riding Yeah. Um, l- later on. And so, I, you know, we hit the skate park up with that, too. I, you know, we'd bring that and the skateboard or whatever, too, so we can just transition or do whatever we wanted to do. But we rode, and it was a 105-degree day. In the middle of, like, summer, just, summer break just started after my sophomore year. So I was, we were 15, and we ride our bikes from um, from dad's house, from our dad's house, um, all the way up down um, uh, Bear Bear Creek, I guess northeast or east, yeah. Um, and so we're like all the way up there, you know. And we uh, we met, yeah. We we rode and met our buddy Bryant, who lived down Bear Creek, and then we're like, let's go to the skate park, and then go to. Um, sonic and grab a you know drink or that yeah afterwards because it was a hot day but we're like 15 so we didn't care we're like that slush yeah that slush it was summer break so system yeah exactly so we um yeah so we went out there and went to the skate park rode down there and i just remember riding you know we're riding around for about five minutes and not even there that long and i'm going around like the part anyone that remembers the skate park right there there's the little bowl area and you ride around it takes you back into the skate park and there's a, a t- there's a double tabletop. One just drops off, and the other tabletop, um, you know, goes like a normal one. And Brian, I don't think knew that. And I don't know if we talked about it. We're 15, so I don't, wasn't really like, oh, if you've been here before, you know, like, watch out for this part. It, you know, it just like, dropped. It's a weird. I don't know why they did that. Yeah. Um, when they constructed the skate park, but it kind of like slants up, and then is a tabletop. And then it's just a drop off, like ninety degree. Nothing. Yeah, it goes straight down. Um, yeah, it's stu- it, it, was it doesn't stupid. make any sense. Yeah. And it's a cement skate park, so like, yeah. I remember even the first time you're there. You're, um, I've been on there in rollerblade, skateboard, whatever. You just drop even on a bike. You drop off from that. It's not fun, like landing just on no, flat, flat cement yeah. ground. Like, 
so it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense still to this day like thinking yeah. about that area like that that one part the, the park was cool well a small park and that's the first park i've ever been to, i've ever been to you know being in small town merced um and so that was our park you know but yeah. that part right there was i still think it's stupid um i don't know if it's still like that because i think they've done some work to it since then i i haven't been back there i haven't been seen it in a while yeah yeah but um yeah so i'm going around the bowl part on my bike and i just kind of saw something out of the corner of my eye and i looked down and brian's like right in the middle or just on the ground his bike's a few feet away from him and he's on the ground just on his back and i'm like hey brian you good and then he he kind of didn't really say anything i was like oh shit and i go over there and like Blood's coming out of his mouth, and he's laying on his back. Blood's coming out of one of his eardrums. And I'm like, fuck. And my other buddy, Scott, Scott was there. Scott Bushy. Bush. And, yeah. And um, we're like, I'm like, dude, come over here. And, like, we go, and, um, and we're trying to talk to him. We're like, Brian, like, you okay? Like, what's up, man? Like, what's up? Like, are you good? Are you good? So I talk to us. And he just was like making a, just this, this, just a sound. He couldn't even talk. He was just like, yeah. Uh, like, just like doing this grunt and we're like, we knew it was bad. And this is before my, this is before my soccer incident or anything. So still have that, that invincible mindset, you know, being a 15 year old dude, um, you know, I haven't really been in any of us have had any serious injuries or anything like that. So we didn't really know anything. I didn't know what was going on. Um, yeah. I don't even know if I had a, so I might've got my, had my first cell phone. Like I think I had a, phone at that point but we were yeah, kind was... of in shock at the time so we just and the, he was on the cement floor it's 105 it was hot i do remember him when he could say something he was like it's hot and so me and scott tried to move him which was a terrible idea um and we tried to move him and try to get him up up and we couldn't and luckily there was a, a couple of little boys and their mom was in the parking lot and they i guess they kind of flagged her down and i wasn't really paying attention yeah and they yeah. called they called them you know 911 and then and before we knew it there was two fire trucks like three ambulances like cop cars everyone yeah, there and everything yeah he had to be eventually airlifted to um i think it's called a manual in the modesto or is that yeah uh, uh, modesto. I, I can't remember turlock or modesto yeah okay um i don't know yeah he, he had to be lifted to a, tra- a trauma holy, center holy um, shit. yeah he ended up uh breaking his his skull was like just completely shattered um his top two vertebrae on his neck were um broken and shifted and his back was broken um oh my something God. happened with his spine too i can't remember what that was exactly um they didn't think he was yeah because we were getting relayed messages back and they didn't think he was going to survive the night they didn't think you know it was it was bad and then they they said if he does survive he's going to be um fully um paralyzed uh, from the neck down jeez and so i i just rem- i remember and i had to write after that when we were there his parents come down, the cops, everyone's screaming at us because we weren't having, we didn't have helmets on or anything like that. Yeah. And yeah. I remember just like, yeah, feel, like feeling the worst feeling I've ever felt in my life because I didn't know if one of my best friends was about to, I didn't know what this, the status was yet. And we're like super right. scared right there. And, um, and then everyone's screaming at us, you know, for not having the helmets on this or that. And I'm like, just trying to worry about my friend and I didn't really know what was happening. And then, and then everyone, you know, the cops and everyone's yelling at us. And um, the newspaper even comes. I remember Riverside Sunstar comes out there and all this stuff. And I, I wasn't about to talk to them uh, or anything. I don't think any of us were. But I, I had to eventually ride my ride home all the way, you know, 15-minute bike ride to my dad's house. 
And I remember I saw um, our stepmom Patricia there, and like I saw her, and like I literally started like broke down, and started crying because right. I didn't yeah. know how to explain it. I was trying to explain yeah. like what just happened, and like I didn't even know what was going on at all. Like I just, I yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't help it. And when I just the next two days were just getting messages, uh, trying to figure out what was going on with Brian and uh, if he was going to make it or not, or if he, you know anything else. And luckily he, luckily he survived that night, and then. You know, each day by day, you know, they had to do different things, different things for him um, it, to make, you know, make sure he was good and, and could survive and not be paralyzed. And luckily, luckily, to the, he's he's alive and he's walking around and he's Damn. everything's fine. Like he um, it took it took literally like, like the next year he had to have a halo where they screw the screws around your into your skull all around to keep your vertebrae and your neck and your back straight. Oh, and he had yeah. to have it all the way around his whole body. And remember, that was for over a year. And so, so did he? Huh? Yo, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I just I remember that going all the way into, I think, that was her, that was summer, like right after our sophomore year. And right. he played baseball and everything. and played baseball together. That's where I met him at MJC, uh, MJC at Merced High. Um, and, yeah, and so, like, that's how we, that's how we all knew each other because we played ball together. Yeah. And, you know, summer t- just started summer and he wasn't fully like back to where he didn't need any, any halo or any kind of support. Like it was our, it was sometime in our senior year. So it was, it was a while. Like, so was, did he come back to school? Like uh, let's say junior year or was he out for a while? He didn't. Yeah. He didn't come back till I think the second semester of our junior year. Oh, and he okay. was in the halo for a long time. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe it was longer. I could be, I could be wrong. It might be yeah. longer. It's hard to think back. 13, yeah, yeah. Thirteen years ago, fourteen years ago, maybe even fifteen. Uh, I, actually, no, obviously, still in mind. Sixteen years ago. Wow, aging myself right now. Because I'm thirty-one, we're fifteen, and that was over. Um, yeah, that was that was in June. So yeah, it's been been like fifteen years, sixteen wow. years. Um, yeah, but that was that was scary. Super, like, super scary, super traumatic for sure. Um, I'm just glad he. Uh, he pulled through like pulled Heck yeah. through everything. And, um, but that was, that was crazy, man. Like that was really intense. Um, yeah. Having to see all that and watching, you know, airlifted out and we're like, Oh man. Wow. Yeah. It was, that was intense. And you know, a little small town like that in Merced, like, you know, you don't really see that every day, you know, no, or like, no. you know, that I feel like that much cops pull out or anything. I, I remember being on our, on our court and we would hear like certain sirens going off in our area or neighborhood. We'd like go outside and and go try to like see where the sirens were at, go chase yeah. go chase where the ambulance was going or whatever. It was, so, it was rare, yeah. It was yeah, it was it was kind of rare, like you know. And so that was like, I felt like the whole squad of everything, everybody was pulled into town for that what was going on. Even the newspapers were out there, or like yeah. And I was like I was like fifteen, so that was a big deal, you know. And that was like one of my best friends, and we're I was it was uh it was crazy, it was really crazy. Wow. But you know, um, shout out to Brian for pulling through and and uh, recovering everything he's Heck still yeah, gonna be uh i'll talk to him here and there we still talk but um, okay but yeah he's i mean we don't really talk about that he doesn't really like talking about it as you can imagine yeah um, yeah yeah but he's gonna be he, i mean he's 31 now too but yeah he'll be he'll be pretty he'll be pretty screwed up even in his he's still kind of messed up now where he can't do normal things with his back and he can't do a lot of a lot of normal things um, right, but he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be pretty, pretty jacked up. Unfortunately, like in his, you know, early part of his forties and yeah. so on. Like, 
Um, you know, it's all these lingering effects that happen when 15 years old, just riding, riding bikes and then something that can affect you that much. Like just, yeah, the rest you know, of your life. Wow. yeah. And then I think, I think on that day I learned like, you're, I'm not as invincible as I thought I was, you know, like you oh, know, totally. having ne- never yeah. having an injury in your life or and being, you know, just young and just thinking that you could do anything, you know, and especially we're doing action sports, you know, skateboarding and all this yeah. stuff on top of playing soccer and everything else. So you just think you have this certain level of invincibility, like, that you know, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna hit these stairs. I'm gonna jump these stairs. You know, sk- um, all these stairs on the skateboard or whatever on the skates. And you know, I think your ankles are good forever. Or you can do anything with your knees. But um, seeing yeah, seeing that on that day, I was like, oh crap. Like I don't think I went as big after it. I saw that. Like it kind of made me like be a little bit more like stand off. Like I, yeah, yeah like, I was like I don't know if I wanted like hit this the way I would have normally gone at this or approached it the same way, you know? Yeah. Um, and then less than a year later, that happens to my, 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 uh, leg. Then you had your knee thing. Yeah. yeah my knee thing. So, um, it was, um, yeah, it was interesting for sure. Crazy. Yeah. It was a wild, that was a wild, <clears throat> definitely a wild year. Dude, mm-hmm. that's crazy, man. Well, shout out to him and hopefully he'll, uh, he's been able to have some sort of normal life mm-hmm. the last 15, 16 years, but, yeah. um, damn dude. Um, is there any, we're about 55 minutes in, so I don't want to keep you too much longer, but it was, is there anything, um, high school wise that stands out to do to you? That's, you know, some story that you remember or, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be high school, but, um, anything from the youth that, you know, that should be talked about, should be mentioned. Well, I guess, well, for, for, I guess for high school, we're like relating to me and you, I don't, like you said earlier, I don't really remember too much of like us really being too, too social at school. You know, we were around each other all the time anyways. So yeah. I feel like at that point, like I was old enough to where I'm like, no, nah, like I already got my own friends and my own thing. So I was hanging out with my own thing yeah. and doing your own thing. Well, you were already with Vanessa too, even though she was in yeah. the same high school, but you would do your own thing. And we would like, snicker at each other say i remember walking by and you're um by you in school and you're like what's up bitch and then now that'll be about what we would that'd be like the whole thing of our convo you know and like yeah. i already thought i was i already thought i was like cool athlete blah 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 in high school now and so i was like no i don't want to talk to my brother when i'm here and we're already around each other at home all the time but yeah um yeah so i just remember that was that was that was that you know yeah for, there there wasn't yeah i i think every once in a while we you kind of hang out lunchtime or something like that, but yeah, um, it wasn't a whole lot. I probably try to pander you to go get um, food probably. for me off campus or something. Yeah, the office, the off campus mm-hmm. thing was awesome. That was yeah, that was amazing. That was so good to 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 have that privilege. Is kind of I wonder if they still do that now or I, not. I, I dude, I but, wonder, man. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, but that was that was cool. Yeah, because Merced, yeah, Merced, hi, or junior, senior, you can go off campus and get whatever lunch, you know, or wherever it was in the area, you weren't supposed to drive off, but we were, I would drive off wherever. everyone. But luckily, yeah. Car. Well, yeah. but luckily there was like everything, you know, all the fast right food restaurants right there. Like you didn't really need to drive. Mm-hmm. Like you can access everything, like all the, all the classics. Exactly. Yeah. There's so much good stuff around there. And I remember, Did, was there, was there, was there a, was there a go-to for you? Like, um, as far as like fast food restaurants back then that you remember, like you would, Junior, I like do two, remember like two that were in rotation. Rotation, my, my junior year, the biggest rotation was Burger King because Burger King at that time had 
they had all these $3, $3 meals, soda, small fry, and, like, you got, like, three burger options or whatever. It was three bucks. Yeah. So I have a whole lot of money. Uh, just whatever money, like, right. like mom and dad yeah. would give us or whatever. And you might so, have five at the most. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so um, balling on a budget. And so yeah, we, I, would, I remember we'd go there with my friends. We'd go to the Burger King all the time and go there because they had that, that deal. And so, we, you know, you can all, always just go there and, yeah. and get a drink, fries, and whatever burger, whatever um, and you want. And so we'd Dude, go there all the you time. You know what's funny? Was, it, was that like the, like, you had there a couple options. It was like probably double cheeseburgers mm-hmm. and fries and a drink. So interesting enough, like when I at probably at the same time, because at that point you were a junior, I was probably already up at Sa- in Sacramento. No, I, um, I don't think you, you, you didn't go there till not yet. my senior year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then so maybe you're... the senior year they had, they had uh, a Burger King at Sac State and they had a, they had the same deal that I used to get all the time at there. Cause it was, yeah, it was like three bucks. Or something like that and um they had like a window like they had the normal like order and then there was like a side thing to to the corner that was like if you just want that one like cheap meal like you could just order it from here like no way yeah it was legit that's standing in line you could just order that like by it by itself so wow that's crazy i didn't know they had their own little separate entity for the for the the people looking out for the deals for that deal, that meal yeah, deal. they're like, oh, don't waste our time. You don't want an actual whopper. You're just gonna get this this little petty meal. So just come over yeah. here. Like, you're not spending the real bucks, so we don't. But now, it. like, I don't know if you feel the same, but now I feel like now Burger King is just trash. Yeah, I don't, it's I don't, like, I don't really I, eat there. Yeah, I think I we had it like maybe three or so weeks ago for the first time in a while, and it was it was not good. Yeah, I, I, like they I, slipped off. Yeah, I. I I ate there not too long ago. Um, right when I moved, I moved in this house um, eight weeks ago or seven weeks ago, yeah. and I got Burger King not too far after. Got a went there, got a Whopper. First off, the order was a mess when I went there. Like they messed up everything. Even when I went up there trying to trying to pay, they kept told me some price, and I just got a meal for just for me. Um, and I was like, "Why is it twenty bucks?" And they're like, "Oh, you got this, this, and that." And I was like, "No, I only ordered this." And they're like. Well, you can't change it here. Like we already, or I was like, I can't change what here. And they're like, Well, you'd have to go back around the drive-through. I was like, <laughs> What are you talking about? I was like, Why am I going to go back in the drive-through? Why can't you change anything on your, your screen? I'm not going to go back in the drive-through. Like, what are you talking about, bro? And like, and um, he was like, He's like, Oh, oh, okay, okay, I, I know what happened. And then he like closes the window and goes back inside. I'm like, What the fuck are they doing? And um. And then, so then his manager comes up after and was like, yeah, I, th- I think that last car just drove away with their food. And they, <laughs> they mixed, that was them. I was like, that, that I didn't even see their, the people's car in the, you know, ordering or anything like that. So they're already up there and I ordered. So they, they just made my food right away. And I guess just handed them the bag and then they paid a lot yeah. cheaper for whatever they got. I don't know. They didn't come back around. They already had the other people's yeah. order. It was big. And I was like, well, <laughs> I didn't want all that stuff. I just wanted my Whopper meal. And then I I do that and get that and then I didn't I should have looked in the bag after seeing all that and I had to go home and I got large fries and the Whopper and I just got the, all I had in there was the burger and then they, and then I got the soda and I didn't even drink the soda till and I got a Coke and it was a Diet Coke <laughs> I'm like dude I'm like you guys had one job but burger I mean that's King, yeah story of, that's story King, of most yeah. fast food places you go to I feel like I always yeah I always get one thing that's messed up. You know, jacked up, yeah, yeah, but I'm like, jacked all right, up. it kind of goes with the territory, I guess. You know, I probably wouldn't give a shit too much if I worked at fast food as well, yeah, yeah. 
Not so what else besides Burger King? What what else were you? Man, what else was in rotation? Well, in the era of nine 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 cent for two tacos at Jack in the Box, and yeah, I would, I would yeah. get Jack all the time. That was like right yeah. there, the same strip, right, right, right yep. next to it. So we go do that, and then I remember Jack's all good. the underclassmen or dudes that we'd play um, baseball with or soccer with that were couldn't go off campus. I remember buying stuff. And a lot of extra stuff, or I would take orders before. Yeah, they had to I'd upsell them, upcharge them side. I was getting them like free lunch, like a few days out of the week. Because yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, I'll get, I'll get you this meal, the Burger King meal, but you need to give me the four or five bucks. You know, it'd be three dollars. They're like, all right. Yeah. And so, you know, I do that for a couple of dudes, and then I'd get, I'd get my meal for free or whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. I just order an extra, you know, couple orders, and yep. just bring their drinks back, go eat there, and bring it back to them whatever I wanted. Yeah, I wish I did that. I did that sometimes too. I bet, I bet, like looking back, I wish I did that. Like, um, like you can have a legit business, like flipping food for kids, really uh, though, and making money. I remember doing that with Little Caesars over there. Like, would buy pizza. Oh yeah. they had those like maybe five dollar pizzas or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it get buy a couple of those bad boys and bring them back and just sell a slice. Exactly. Um, to you know whatever. I don't know if it was a dollar slice or two bucks or whatever, but. You can you can pay yourself back and then some. Exactly that hot, that hot and ready. Hot and ready. I know they they up the, I know they up the charge. I don't really eat those seizures too much. No, nah, dude, you can't you can't get a five dollars. I don't think they have the five dollars anymore. I think it's up nah. to like six or seven bucks now. Makes sense, but yeah, I remember we, we would do that sometimes too. But the classic was uh, when it would drive off was El Asadero was always the go to. I miss that Mexican place, dude. I love El so much. That's. That's a staple. The El Asadero and then um, uh, Pizza Villa. If we're gonna Pizza like, Villa, so good. Pizza, the, like a couple like hot spots are, P- are El As and then uh, Pizza Villa. I think that too. Maybe there's one other place. But um, yeah, man, I, I don't think about El Asadero. Oh, well, H and H and W too. H and W. You gotta throw H and W. Oh, that's there. so good. And uh, yeah, shout out H and W in there. In there, you um, get that. The root beer. Oh, yeah, I know. So it gives us good man. quality, just that good staple food. Yeah, but um, be, besides besides that though, in in high school, I guess um, my I don't know. I feel like I had the most good, most fun time. I, I guess a lot of people can say that. My senior year was was cool. At first half of the year, at foreign exchange student living at dad's house, I put some. Oh yeah, from, from Brazil, Andre. Andre. Andre, yeah. so he uh, so he was there, and that was a lot of fun, and and I was hanging out with you and all your friends. Uh, I mean, I guess my whole life, but to that point, we were we go out and to go party and play beer pong and all that stuff, and that the, yeah. the the start of the beer pong era right there. And I guess drinking drinking games, that's when it started hitting a lot. But I would go out and drink with you guys all the, all the time, or you wouldn't really you wouldn't really drink, but I'd, I you know we we would go out, and I'd be at all the parties with everyone and. Yeah, uh, drinking and playing VP and stuff. So that that was my senior year. Was was always I feel like there's always something going on. It's always popping. And, yeah. Um. Yeah. Always seeing what seeing what trouble you can get into in the nighttime and the weekends and um and that was fun. I mean, it was it was it was cool. But yeah, um, that Andre got he got a uh, parents made him our parents made him uh, leave after the first half of the semester because we were partying a little bit too hard. <laughs> and uh, I think I, I was I what 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 kicked it off was I borrowed or I didn't have a car yet but I had dad's dad's car. This is before I bought the the tempo from you. No, you bought that. I think do you have two hundred bucks? Do you have a history? Do you have a history of buying cars from me? 
I, I forgot. Think I, do. For, I forgot about. Well, oh, wow. maybe now, but I I forgot that you. I I guess I didn't ever remember that the ending of that car, but I guess it went to you. Huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. And then I was I was the one that ended it because I blew the head gasket on the <laughs> the engine. Oh boy. Um, I think I was just trying to pump the pedal too much, but but yeah, I didn't even have a car, and then I I had taken Dad's car and. Him and Patricia was supposed to be gone that night, stay the night somewhere, and they, for some reason, ended up bailing or something like that, and they just came home unexpectedly, and 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 the car wasn't there, and then I had drinking, <laughs> I had drinking a, a dad's car wasn't there, and I drink we drinking a couple forties, and the forties the empty bottles were in in the house just sitting in the kitchen, <laughs> and so like they knew I was drinking and driving, and so like oh, so they're pissed, obviously pissed, yeah, and and then so um. And so, like, well, they they didn't want that much risk having the foreign exchange student being the responsibility in their hands and everything else. So, yeah. they're like, well, you know, unless he can find another you know, place to go, like, you know, he has to he has to go back and this and that. And so I was all obviously all pissed and whatever else. Yeah. So that that kind of sucked for sure. But yeah, was, you don't you don't want the you don't want the uh, like the uh, ambassador from Brazil knocking at your door or anything like that. No, you know? no, no, no. I don't think they're so. I don't think they're about that vibe. They weren't ready for that. No, they weren't ready. They wasn't ready for it. They wasn't ready for it. Um, yeah. So that I mean, <laughs> that was that. But that was a that was you know our own mistake. Um, wow. For sure. But um, yeah, that was it was a it was a fun year nonetheless. Like yeah, yeah there was like a lot going on. And when senior year is always going to be like yeah, that. Yeah, it was just like easy. That. Like you know, it was just it was uh, just mainly fun and easy. You know. Yeah, you're um, at the you're at the end of the, easy, your ropes of your of your your school career in your hometown and if you're going to go away yeah, from college or, you know, you're going away, a lot of your friends are going away. So, and you feel like you, you made it to like the mountaintop, like, you know, you know, your town, you know, your city so well, so well, you know, your school and all your friends that kind of like, you're kind of like who you, you feel like you're who you are at that point. And, you know, you're not just like figuring out what, what's this next year going to bring? Like, we you know what's this going to, you know, what's this year going to be like, at the, when you're a senior, you're like, all right, cool. You know, I we made it to the end. You know, yeah. you're with you're with you know all your people that you know and everybody, and you you kind of feel like you know who you are. Like I said, and um, yeah, and you're like, all right, cool. Um, so I mean, that was that's always a that was that's always a good time, I guess. But, yeah. Um, that was a lot of that yeah. was a lot of a whole lot of fun for sure. Maybe too much fun looking back, but. Um, <laughs> But it was it was it was cool, man. Like, Merced yeah. was a fun. It was a fun city to grow, grow up in. You know, you can like slander it as much looking, you know, back as possible. Like, oh, the little ass, you know, ghetto Merced, this or that. But you know, we, that's not really like the neighborhood we grew up in, and everything well, was just sort of, I guess. But well, well, no, I, I, well, I think it's you know when you have that um, experience or whatever experience you have, that's it's kind of like all you know. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, like. You're exactly. not, um, you're not wherever you grow up and go to high school, like that's your experience. And then, you know, once you get older and maybe travel or see other cities or move away, then you maybe realize, oh, uh, you know, maybe, you, you know, things weren't as good or there could have been better. But, mm-hmm. you know, in that time, in that moment, you know, it's all, you know, and so you kind of make the best of the situations that you have. And exactly. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty good. I got. I have good memories of it too. Yeah, I've, I've really good. I've really good memories about about growing up in Merced and having having that small town vibe. At least when we yeah. grew up there, like I feel like everyone just knew each other. Like you know, yeah, anything that would happen, 
a little more homey. Yeah. Uh, back then, yeah, maybe. Like, yeah. at that time, yeah. you, know, you, knew, you, knew, you knew, like, you know, you're kind of right. you're kind of up more in, in everybody else's business because you just it's you have nothing else to do. It's just a smaller right. town, like you just know what's going on, and everyone kind of knows each other. It felt like, and especially in the if you're in the playing sports in the sports community, like you know, yeah. you know, everyone knows each other's family, and you know, everyone's over at each other's house doing all these, you know, sleepovers at everyone's everyone else's house, and and, and you like we're talking about games or like you know all the the hot spots. What friend's house? Like, what the benefits were if you go over there because they have this. This kid has all the good games, or you know, their house. Mm-hmm. Their house has like you know, a good basketball hoop in the backyard or the front or whatever. And you're like, and everyone goes over there and plays. They're like, cool. I'm gonna go over there because everyone's gonna go over there playing. So you have to yeah, figure yeah. out like you know, all right, where am I going today? Or waking up, yeah, yeah, waking up and everyone, you know, already having knock on the doors like, oh, do you want to go play or do you want to go play like ball or do this or that? And I'm like, yeah. So, like, I just have a lot of those memories, and, like, I'm sure you do, too, where, you know, yeah. there's always something going on the whole time. Like, we always yeah. kept ourselves busy, you know? Totally. Um, yeah. And so, it was it was cool, man. Like, that, those are the good old days, like everyone says, you know, but those for yeah. sure are the good old days. And you don't have to really think or, you know, we don't have any, you don't have any bills no. or anything else. So, you're not really, really too worried about it. You're just worried about what, who you're going to go hang out with and what you're going to eat that day, you know? And life Pretty was much. Simple, simpler times. Yeah. Pretty much, that was that's kind of the extent of it. Yeah, but this, um, yeah, it was nice. Heck yeah, dude. Well, I think we, uh, I think we did it. I think we. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, we're had, we're seventy-one minutes in. Holy crap! Seventy-one. Yeah, we just chatted. We just chatted for sure. Chatted away, man. I'm sure anyone listening is like, "What? Why does why is Kevin just talking to himself this whole time?" <laughs> so we sound so similar. I wonder. Yeah, I I wonder about that. Like if we if. Uh, there's going to be enough distinction of when I listen back to it. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some things like who's talking, who's talking now. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. I know we kind of like laugh the same, have similar like tone of voice. I feel Anisms. like, yeah. Um, but Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks dude. Of course, man. This was, this was fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. fun. Nice, nice talking and reminiscing. Yeah, man. It was really cool. Well, enjoy, uh, enjoy weekend, and um, I'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks again. Sounds good, man. Love you, brother. Love you, man. Yep, Love you, too. too. All right. Bye. Bye.